Hi, everyone. This is Ronnie at Everything Vive. Uh, we're here fresh and early. Uh, it's our final day here at GDC. Uh, I'm with Zane and Damon both. Uh, we had a long day yesterday. We're bright and early this morning. Pretty tired, uh, but we got a chance to check out a lot of cool stuff yesterday. Uh, the main is Thursday. We're recording this on the Thursday of GDC. Yep. Just to clarify. Um, the last... Uh, yeah, the, the thing we really wanted to talk about this morning uh, was the stuff that we saw at Oculus, and mainly wanted to talk a little bit about the hardware that we saw. So we got our hands on the Rift S, which was just recently announced this week, as well as the, the Oculus Quest, which it was, you know, announced uh, a while back, uh, but this was our first chance to kind of get hands-on with that. So I, I wanted to focus more on the Rift S right, right now, since that's, uh, you know, brand new as far as an announcement's concerned, and, uh, you know, our, I, the fact that we got like a good hour and a half with with the hardware, I just wanted to uh, kind of talk a little uh, about what our thoughts were and our impressions were. Give some early reactions. Yeah. So now that we've had a night to sleep on it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think all of our impressions. I mean, there's definitely going to be some overlap, but I think we also have varied opinions on kind of what our experiences were with the the hardware. So I don't know if if one of you guys want to start off and then. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and start. So, um, I tried the Quest first, which, um, which let, let me just say it. I, and I'm, I, I don't want to come off as hyperfluous here, but uh, like. It, it did blow my mind a little bit with how well the tracking was done, how it was a completely wireless experience, and um, I, I, I really enjoyed it. We, I don't know if we, can, we probably can't announce uh, what we did on it, but the game, the game, and the experiences that we tried. Uh, were good, they were well done, but what I will say is that since I tried the Quest first and then tried the Rift S afterwards, there was a huge difference in graphical fidelity mm. um, so, like, th that I noticed. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say, because the thing is, like, when, I, when I was in the Quest, well, I really enjoyed it. And, and just to be clear, and I, I think I, I want your, your thoughts on this as well as Damon's, because I didn't get to try um, anything across both platforms. So, like, I, I tried a lot of stuff on the Quest. I tried a lot of stuff on, oh, the, nothing, Rift, nothing that. on the Rift S. But, yeah, I never got to try. I tried the same experiences on both. Exactly. Experiences on both, and, and, yeah. and I think that's interesting, because there, there, was, there was one experience that we got to try that was running on both the Quest and the Rift S, and so yeah, it's. It, it, I, I know. I know when you tried it, Zane. I remember you thinking like there was a downgrade going from the the yeah. the Rift S. Clearly looked better. Oh yeah, and, and but the, but the thing is like that doesn't bother me because it should. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, you're yeah. you're using much higher processing power there. You have a better uh, GPU. Now, the, the, what's great about the the Quest and what I noticed after trying the Rift S, aside from one of the cons, obviously being um, that. The graphics weren't as great. Was that the gameplay? At least for that specific thing. But that was that that game that we tried. There was a lot of running around. It was a lot of action oriented. So yeah. um, you know, it wasn't just a, a standing experience. The gameplay was not affected. Yeah. So the gameplay was exactly exactly the same on both. I just noticed much crisper graphics yeah. once we switched over to the Rift yeah. But S. the mechanics of playing the game. The mechanics of playing the game. Much no same. lag. No latency. Nothing. Tracking was fantastic. So so the quest has me excited because. The thing is, you know, I, I mean, uh, better graphics are better graphics. Everybody wants better graphics. Mm -hmm. But for what the Quest can do, um, 
It, it was really impressive. And I think one of the things we probably can talk about is, because uh, a little bit later I, I tried on the Quest uh, Beat Saber, which I know has been announced and talked about. But, um, I mean, that was a lot of fun, too. And, you know... And no different. No, no different, yeah. No, I mean, it was... Other than the fact that it was clear and that's got I've, never, like that, I've never played it on the on the Rift, the original Rift before. I've only played it on the Vive. So whatever differences there were, it was just probably more physical the, and psychological, yeah, like the, the different same. controllers. The but but the gameplay the gameplay yeah. is the same. It was, yeah, I mean, I really, I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Yeah. What, what do you think, Damon? Because, uh, yeah, we're we're also taking care of taking care of breakfast here. So, <laughs> I'll I want to hear Damon's thoughts in a second. Um, but yeah, no, I yeah, and I guess I guess since we're on the topic of the quest more right now, um, yeah, my my time with the quest, I, I really did like it a lot. Um, I got to try a few different things. Like one of the yeah one of one of the experiences I played was like a was a tennis game. I, I know there's footage out there of the game and everything, so it's something we can talk about. Um, I, I really liked having a wire like a standalone headset for a game like that because I did actually feel very free to move around and not have to worry about any kind of cords around me. Um, I, I felt like I could actually do my swings and, and move around uh, just like in real life, and it was really, you know, freeing for that type of an experience. Um, the only thing after kind of comparing uh, the traditional, uh, you know, style of Oculus head-mounted displays um, after doing trying the Rift S, I did realize that the Rift S was quite a bit more comfortable for me personally than than the Quest. So just having having the, I mean, basically the the Quest uh, holds onto the back of your head in a very similar fashion with with rigid straps as the uh, original Rift. And so uh, for me personally, it felt less comfortable. The the weight felt a little bit more like what I'm used to at home, and less like the weight distribution distribution of the of the Rift S which I, I liked better um, but but other than that I mean as far as um, having something that you can use anywhere um, I think it's huge and actually one thing I know before I, I still want to hear your impression of the two side by side um, but Damon I, I know you got a chance when you I think you were in the quest you reset up the the room yeah. boundaries in it um, it sounded like it was really easy to do but I, I just didn't know yeah if you could kind of well um yeah the the quest to i we were in a special room and i think zane was playing with the s uh in one section of the room and then there was a table and then there was a whole large like maybe five foot by 12 foot section of the room on the side and i was a little impatient so i just grabbed the quest and reset into the, it has like an Oculus home environment. It's a very similar kind of room that you're in. Um, and when I reset it, it asks you like, do you want to? How do you want to reset your play space? Do you want to set like a like a, a standing area, or do you want to reset and draw out your your boundaries? And it was. It was literally, it took 15 seconds, 20 seconds. It was so fast. You just hold the controllers. You look around. You confirm where the floor is at. You can, like, manually set how far the floor is. Do you do it with the headset on? With the head, completely with the headset on. Okay. And then you take the controller, and you just draw a line along the ground, along, like, the edge of your play space. But you can see through the camera in there, right? 
or uh, you yeah, while you're doing it, it turns on the external cameras on the Quest, and you can you draw your space out. So you and draw what did those, around furniture or walls and things like that. What did those look like compared to like what were used on the tr- the the old Vive per se? But. I would compare them uh, as to. I think they're better and clearer and crisper than the ones on the Pro. Okay. To be honest. Okay. Uh, I would say it's definitely uh, both the Vive and the Vive Pro cameras. These the the ones on the Quest are, I would say, considerably better resolution. Okay. Um, and I don't know how much they're going to use them for, but I do know you draw their space out. And then that's it. You're done. Then you can get in and start playing a game. But the cool thing was, as soon as you as soon as you get outside your boundary, it automatically turns those cameras on. I was just going to mention that. That's a really cool feature. Like as soon as you're out, and you could draw your boundary to say, oh, I have more space, but I just want to play in this small space. And if somebody says something or says, you know, wants to talk to me, I can just po- poke my head out and have a conversation with them, and then mm-hmm. go back or do what I need to do, and then come back. See, so that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't. You can get a totally exist to in a small space, and then. Hop out, do something, use your computer, whatever, and then pop right back in in the quest. So okay. that was I, I was not expecting it to be that simple. It was really simple. Now they said the reps there said there's not uh, they don't have anything now for saving multiple rooms and it being able to recognize oh I'm in the living room I'm in a whatever but yeah. It was very fast and very impressive. And I mean, with how was, quickly you can set it up from what it sounds like, I don't think that that should be an issue. Um, I, I think it would only have been an issue if it was clunky and took a while. Yeah. Yes, yes. That, only, that would only be an issue if, if that was the case. But, I, I mean, I just see so many use cases for that little feature of as soon as you step outside the boundary, like... For, because for me, it's just like, oh, if I want to check the time on my watch or if I want to take a phone call yeah. or, or... Actually, where it first... Came, came in, and uh, not that I had any experiences like that, but where, where my mind first went was like, let's say you get really wrapped up in something, and all of a sudden, like, you're running around, obviously, completely untethered on the quest, and then you just end up on outside your boundaries. At least you you aren't going to run into anything. Hopefully, you wouldn't run into anything, but at le- uh, you would know where you are in your room, because it automatically, and somewhat seamlessly, I don't know. Very seamless. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't jarring. It yeah. wasn't, you know, like, it kind of just transitioned very smoothly into, like, the yeah. camera, and I, I, yeah. then from a one-to-one ratio, I realized where I was in the room, which was I, super helpful. Because I think with the, yeah, with the original Vive, you can kind of set it up to do similar things, but it's not clear. It's like I don't, there's always a filter on it. Like I've never thought it to be any use. Like it, I've never thought it being very useful. And I don't know anybody that keeps it on. I mean, it kind yeah. of slowed everything. I remember it at first. It kind of it made everything run slower. Yeah. and more glitchy. So everyone just turned it off, and no one ever really ever used yeah. it again. But on this, it seems like it just works. It's, yeah, and who knows? I, there probably will be some kind of button combination or some kind of thing. Yeah. Some kind of real strange button combination you have to hold, and then you, it'll. You know, you could still be in your PlayStation and have it pop up. Yeah. But the thing is, is if it's that seamless and that quick, you can totally use it in a game. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if it can, I, I think that's definitely a possibility that you could bring objects from the real world could be brought into your gameplay space. Yeah, um, and I mean, not not to mix, quest. not not to mix things, but um, we, you know, we did try that AR experience on the uh, the Vive Pro mm-hmm. yesterday, mm-hmm. Um, and so. I don't know that the cameras are there to really do something with that, but it's just it's going to be cool to see how, as the cameras start to improve on these headsets, how you'll be able to go in and out of reality and virtual reality. Yeah. Uh, and, my, and 
Oh, sorry. No. Oh no, I was gonna say before before we move on to like other stuff. Uh, what were your thoughts on the on on playing something that uh, a piece of software on both the Rift S and the Quest? Well, um, my th- my big thoughts about the Rift S. It does have some big positives, like the screen. It has the Go screens. Both the Rift S and the Quest have the Go screens, the Go optics. They all, A lot of the refinements of the Go where... Um, they have less god rays and a little bit a little bit better resolution um, all carry over into the s and the go which is a huge big deal I, I, that's a big thing that was the, one of the number one things that people about the rift would say the god rays and they would say the resolution yeah and maybe the clarity and, and I think too the the whole brightness uh, you know the, the the vibe it's so the colors are so bright. And the blacks are perfect black. Yeah. And I know that they're both OLEDs, yeah. but the, just the way they have to, like, save uh, energy because they're using, you know, 5 volts off that USB on the Rift, and then they have a separate power supply on the Vive. Mm-hmm. Um, it really kind of, that's one of the biggest things I noticed when I first got my, my Rift versus the Vive. But here, the Rift S, it's very clear. It, the colors look amazing. Um it's. I do like the Halo headset. It's very comfortable. It definitely doesn't have the feel and finish of the Rift. Okay. I mean, I I feel. I mean, yeah. It's I mean, a, yeah. when you feel the Rift and and when I first got it out, like it was impressive. It, it still isn't kind of impressive. It's an impressive yeah. piece of hardware. Yeah, I guess and what they're able to accomplish yeah. and, and what it, what it looks. It's it, it looks cool. You just want to. My like, only thing with you want to yeah wanna hold it whenever and the then the Rift S just looks like it's well the Rift S looks like it's designed by somebody else because it is. It's a Lenovo product. It's well, it's a partnership it, yeah. with Lenovo. Yeah. It's their whole so, design. So on that, I don't know the full details on on how much of the like how much of it uh, was done by Oculus and how much of it was done by Lenovo I do know that Lenovo licensed the 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 head mounting system I think from Sony I think there was some kind of a legal battle yeah, between they Sony and and, forth on and, and Lenovo on that and so I like it's it's hard for me to know like how much of that is okay we want that we want to be able to use that. Yeah, yeah, Lenovo yeah. has the license. Let's get the licensing permission from them. Slap their name, or or if they just design the whole thing, who know? I don't know yet. But um, um, well, when we see from on specs and everything about the uh, about it itself, that it's uh, the original S is a twenty one sixty by twelve hundred. The S has a twenty five sixty by fourteen forty. Yeah. LCD screen versus the OLED. Yeah. So a little bit of a bump. I mean, it's so. It's, so I mean, I I felt it was definitely no. Yeah. Um, See, so this is so this is like so. Uh, we'll get into the specs themselves from 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 other sites and everything in a second. Just my impressions, because we, yeah, when we played, when, so when we played it, yeah. we weren't given the exact specs. No, uh, no. We didn't get a chance to. So so my impressions, kind of kind of like yours, it definitely looked better than the Rift. Um, it looked more. It, it looked. Like more like a Vive Pro in terms of resolution and all of that. Like I, I think probably it looked better to my eyes it was, than, it, yeah, than it was clearer, even, clearer, yeah, and crisper. That's what I mean. And, and I don't know. Like, yeah, like you Pro. said, it's 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 a combination of the resolution, but also the lenses that makes that difference. Because to me, the Oculus Go has great optics as well. Yeah. So the so the fact that this is sharing the lenses and the screens from those, it makes sense to me. Um, it all makes sense. Um, the the well, so yeah, so, each part of it's like oh yeah, well, the strap is. 
the strap is more comfortable, so let's use it. I, yeah. I, I totally get and understand yeah. so, why so, they're doing that. So, so anyway, so like, so, so yeah. It, it to me, I, I agreed. Like, it looked better to me. Um, it, it looked a little bit more washed out, I guess. Like, because they're using LCDs rather than OLEDs for me so? personally, uh, just a little bit. But like, but in not in a bad way because to me, um, sometimes when it's a little bit washed out, like some some of that is a product of it being of the brightness levels being higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, so I don't necessarily, like, my brain doesn't always equate being a little bit washed out to bad. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's just, like, it's a trade-off. Like, do I want it brighter and, yeah. and look a little, and, and there not be as much black darks? I guess, or, then, yeah, when you look at the OLED screens, it's just one of those things where you can have it, like, crazy bright. And also and, still have and black. Create, create, yeah. yeah. Perfect black level. And so, so with this, it, yeah, with this, there's going to be, since it's an LCD, there's a trade-off. If you have really high brightness, then you're going to have, you know, slightly washed out blacks. But, like, yeah. but I think the trade-off's worth it. And like you said, I, it looks... No, it's not very noticeable. It's not yeah. like the Rift where, like, sometimes, like, the Rift will just, just, it's weird. Like, the Rift will, like, per game will decide how bright something's going to be, yeah. and, and you don't really have a lot of control. For me, the biggest difference, like, the biggest advantage of the the, the screens and the, the lenses, um, just the display in general and the Rift S and even the Oculus Go compared to the other headsets is the removal of the God rays. Like, I, I thought about it more, and for me personally, like, you see, certain things bother more people than others. Uh, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, for I mean, me... I'm not, not going to lie. Yeah. It, it was a big, it's a big deal for me, too. But yeah, for me, God, getting rid of God rays makes a huge difference. So that, like, I'm sensitive in that with my Vive versus my Rift, for example. Like, I, I notice, like, when I, like, for me, the thing that's m- most noticeable... And difference between the old headsets are how much the God rays impact the screen for me. Yeah. And and I go back and forth in terms of which ones I, which one I, I like better at what moment. Uh-huh. But it's usually the God rays that like impact what I'm able to see on the screen the most for some reason. Uh-huh. And and that seems like it's really really minimized if not gone um, on on these optics. So and and then and and so that number one for me was a huge like difference. Number two. It was much more comfortable for me, and that's why. Like, I'm not sure that for me, I, I'm not sure that that's a reason to buy it. I, I'm kind of mixed on that. Like, like it definitely felt better. Um, whether I want to like pay relief portion, you know how there's the button underneath the front, and you can make it relief. Yeah, OS. yeah. You can make the screen go in and out. Yeah. It, it made a difference, but I wouldn't say it, it, it definitely helped. It helped to block yeah. out light from the bottom. Yeah. Like it, I think it makes it more the screen more flush with your face. Again, all that stuff. I thought I think it's it's smartly done and it's very comfortable. But uh, yeah, it, uh, the combination of the form factor of the headset with the screen, I think I might consider buying one. Um, but it's definitely more of a like cr- comfort creature type. Like like don't think I don't and they're not positioned. The Rift S as a successor to to the Rift or anything like that. This is like a like a, a, well, I think a they transitional. Said it, yeah, but it's, they said it's the Rift is done. It's a replacement. It's a replacement. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's basically the Rift is going away, and the Rift S is going to be the new product. Yeah. So so I mean, if you think about it from that approach, um, it's not it's not bad. It's it it has a lot of advantages. Um, one major disadvantage for some folks out there um, is the fact that it doesn't have it. Be, they because it only uses one screen instead of two separate screens for each eye, uh, they had to go and do electronic 
oh, digital IPD. IPD yeah. and, and by doing that, they're limited in how far they can separate the eyes. So I think the range of the IPD on 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 the Rift S is actually smaller mm -hmm. than the Rift. And and the the the, the Oculus Quest still has, still has physical it. Still has it. Well, physical in, IPD. In the version that we saw, it's not a finalized version, it's still development version. Yeah. Um, they could change that. But, not, but I think but just the fact that it's one screen is the issue. Because yeah. the having two screens allows you to physically move them back and, forth. Them back and forth. This it's like you can you can fit you can go as far as the screen lets you go. Yeah. And then that's so for me personally, like I didn't I didn't know that when I was like I like I said, we tried these for What's the first time. I don't know my exact IPD, but it's really low. Really? Like I, I think it's lower than what it was letting me do yesterday because yeah. because usually on my Rift I basically crank that thing all the way as far as I can small yeah. to make it as clear as possible for me yeah um, and 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 I'm not I I've, I need to measure my IPD to get a better yeah, sense yeah, but yeah. like like in just experimenting with IPD on both the Vive and the Rift my eyes always feel better when I have it as low as possible and so and so I think so yesterday without realizing that that was a limitation on the Rift S. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I tried it, I, my immediate reaction when I was in the menu systems was that it felt like it was blurry to me. And, and, and that's me knowing how headsets work. Like it looked like it was out of focus. Yeah. And that's when we kind of started futzing around with the IPD. And I still thought, I, I thought I didn't get it right, but I thought, oh, this is just me not having enough time fiddling with it. And then I just moved on. And in game, it wasn't as bad for me. Mm -hmm. um, but in the menus and reading text and that kind of stuff, I could tell that it wasn't quite right. Um, and then later, I, I, I went and saw that the, you know other people's impressions of it, and, and got a chance to see like what kind of the limitations were. And I was like, you know what, this is probably affecting me. I, I so so I think I think for some people out there that really have wide or narrow IPD ranges, um, this might not be as perfect of a fit for them compared to some of the other hardware out there. Um, but I, I guess that's just a limitation of what of them going with this screen and and them cutting costs. I mean, I I really think like you were saying, like I, I don't know that I would agree that I it felt it felt cheaper to me. Um, like I, I liked the feel of it because I, I don't always love the 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 cloth finish on my Rift just because maybe I'm just like a messy person. Mm -hmm. But I just I'm always worried that I'm gonna like get some like f something wet or food or whatever and like so I, I like having the plastic but it, it is clear that they are trying to make this co as cost effective as possible and yeah. I do think that they've cut some corners in terms of quality in order to make sure that they can like out of the gate come out with a lower price. It's, it's hard it's hard to quantify like yeah. when you hold it in your hand and you look at it and you say you know is this is this worth does this feel like a, a $400 yeah. product? And I don't know. The, the numbers are kind of arbitrary for people. But what did you think of, like, when I, like, when you, original question when you're asking going between the Rift and the Quest, yeah. game-wise, yeah, you definitely feel and notice that you're playing something um, higher fidelity. But uh, for me, it kind of, it, it felt okay. It felt good. Okay. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, going b- between the two, I mean, the main thing I noticed was that I liked the weight distribution uh, better on 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 the Rift S than the Quest uh, because the Quest is the more traditional setup, like I said, where whereas the Rift S is 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 the ring uh, kind of setup more like a PlayStation VR. Um, but really, with uh, with the the Rift S, I mean, I, yeah, I'm I, I'm gonna go a little bit back and forth on whether I think I personally want to buy one or not. Um, like Damon was saying earlier, a big selling point is the fact that you don't have to worry about sensors, and it's so easy to kind of just set up in your room and go. Um, and so if you if you are one of those people that has a high end PC and wants to be able to do VR kind of anywhere they go. Let's say you have a gaming laptop and you want to play off of that. Uh, not having to lug around sensors is a big is kind of a big deal. The Rift was already my go to headset when it came to traveling because it was already easier than than the Vive to set up. But this makes things even more easy. And I think uh, it's there's some trade offs in terms of how great. The, the tracking. I, I think for for purposes of, of your average person, average I think VR player, they're going to really like the tracking, but there every now and then there are occasions where uh, the cameras on the headset don't see the controllers, and the controllers kind of wig out a little bit. I mean, in my, I, in my experience, I still have some issues with the Vive and the Rift when it comes to tracking every now and then, so it, it didn't seem any more noticeable uh, than the with the Rift S and the Quest, the the tracking with those cameras didn't seem more noticeable than the minor glitches that I get every now and then uh, on the headsets that I own currently. So, um, yeah, in regards to inside-out tracking versus uh, you know sensor-based tracking, I, I I think it's kind of inevitable that we're not going to uh, be seeing external sensors in the far future, um, and even the near future for that matter. Uh, the the trade-off in fidelity versus convenience is just so overwhelmingly obvious, especially in the consumer market, that I, I, think, I think getting used to some of these trade-offs is just something that people are going to probably have to deal with. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, overall, I, I think I, I like the products here, um, but there's certainly no Rift 2 or anything like that uh, that we know about coming soon. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's still exciting that we have uh, new hardware coming from both platforms. And it, it is nice to see kind of the convergence a little bit of the Rift, uh, the Rift line of products with the S and, and the Go and the, um, and the Oculus Quest because there's, Clearly, kind of a, a, a they're kind of all one family now in terms of um, all uh, sharing. I mean, sharing optics, sharing screens, and now with the Quest and the Rift S having having the same controller type, I think will make a big difference. So, um, yeah, I, I I actually liked the Rift S for all of the the downsides. I mean, when it comes down to it, I, I, when you look at the specs, and and one other spec that I for I forgot to mention is the fact that the Rift S is only only features an 80 hertz refresh rate instead of the 90 hertz refresh rate that we're used to. I have a feeling that is a result of using the Oculus uh, Go screen because the Oculus Go only uh, updates at 
72 frames per second, I believe, um, whereas uh, whereas the traditional Rift and Vive and, and most of those headsets are at 90. Um, this is using that same screen. It's running at 80 hertz. I have a feeling that's a limitation of the panel um, rather than them trying to lower the refresh rate just to... The, some of the stuff I've heard out there from the marketing folks is that, oh, you know, with the higher pixel density of the screen, we're running it at 80 hertz so that we can keep the same minimum spec as the original Rift. And I'm, I'm not quite sold on that, to be completely honest with you, but it's possible. Uh, it's, it's very possible that the screen can run um, at higher resolutions, but um, I, I also have a feeling that especially on the high-end PC side of things, that you would probably do something like that more um, because of a limitation rather than, you know, making a conscious choice to lower the, res the, the, the refresh rate. But at any rate, I, it's not something that I noticed in when I was playing games yesterday uh, on the Rift S. So the fact that the refresh rate is lower, um, you know, might be a factor for some people, but for me, it, it wasn't noticeable until I, I learned that, you know, the refresh rate had been lowered. So, so that's that. Um, but yeah, like all, all things aside, I, I do think that the experience of using the Rift S is better than using the Rift. And so even though there's some trade-offs um, when it comes to uh, the actual specs of the hardware, um, at the end of the day, we're really only concerned with the experience that you get in VR. And I think the, the Rift S offers a great experience. Um, at the Quest, we all know there's nothing quite like it on the market. Um, so that also is going to really open things up for people. And so in general, um, I'm I have a positive outlook in terms of uh, what Oculus showed here, but you know, with a degree of skepticism that we definitely want to see them push the envelope um, when it comes to innovation the next time around. I, I really want to see some some kind of game changing stuff, hopefully, um, from them in in whatever the Rift Two becomes, whatever their future uh, headsets are. Because um, if if Oculus doesn't push for that for 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 innovation and for new features. In VR, uh, you know, I'm not sure who else will because right now they're really the main driving force in consumer VR, I think. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for our discussion on uh, the Oculus uh, Rift S announcement as well as our impressions of the Oculus Quest. What do you think of the games before, oh, before we sign off? Before we sign off? Um, I, I actually, I, I like the game. I mean, they're very typical of a lot of the Oculus, uh, like, first party and, like, you know, a lot of the Oculus titles that, that I've had a chance to play on my Rift that are promoted by Oculus kind of have this feel to them. They're always, they're, like, like easy to pick up and play. Uh, they always look great. They always, um, like, have good mechanics and everything. But then on, like... On, from a from from a mechanic standpoint, they're usually fairly simple. Yeah. Um, and and that's the feeling I got for this stuff. I think it works. It sh a lot of these titles should work really well for the quest. Yeah. Uh, they it almost feel they almost feel more like console games to me. They do have a little con. Yeah, you're right. Um, versus yeah, versus like some of the complexity that you get from some of the better VR titles, like on that you just get from the Steam store that aren't always you know like like promoted by Oculus. I think those games seem to me 
became more like PC games. It's, it's kind of weird, but like. Well, you played. Didn't you play Asgard Draft? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. You said it was. I remember you playing. You said it was the best looking VR game yeah. you've ever seen. Okay, so that that's a good one. So I didn't get to play all of the the kind of exp- like they. So yeah, I. In Asgard's Wrath, uh, they had a demo set up where you could start several different types of uh, like levels in the game. And each level, I don't, I don't know that they were actually levels. They were more like encounters. So there was one that was a boss battle. There was one that was, you know, a, a kind, of, kind of a coliseum battle. Uh, they were all kind of showing off different elements of the gameplay. Um, the my my impressions were that it looked absolutely amazing combination of really great art design really great technical design and then the the higher fidelity that was possible in the rift s um made just all of the little details really stand out in the game and the animation the scale all of that stuff was amazing so so from a visual standpoint it was really really impressive from a gameplay standpoint um i thought what the game allowed you to do it, there was a lot of cool options there but at the same time it wasn't quite as um as as physical, physically, like the the physics in the game and how interactions occurred, felt very um, animated to me, rather than natural, like based on like actual physics systems and like, you know what I'm, you know, you 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 kind of get what I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, um, like some games out there, they their animation systems and the fighting mechanics and all of that stuff. Um, becomes a product of of the physics of the game where, you know, how you hit an enemy, the enemy reacts physically to where you're hitting all that kind of stuff. This, it felt... um it, it felt kind of like a traditional game more. And in VR, that kind of stands out to me because, because there's little kind of thing, tells that tells my brain that this isn't reacting the way it would in real life every time. So that, that was the only downside to it is that it felt a little bit too much like a traditional console game to me in VR. Um, but that said, it, it looked amazing and... I, that's definitely not to say that like I wouldn't be buying this as soon as it came out because I think I would. Um, it's just that that's that's one caveat to it in terms of like you know the immersion that I'm used to and in some of my favorite VR titles. Um, and I didn't get a chance to check out uh, Stormland, but I know you did, right? I played a little bit of Stormland, maybe a couple of minutes uh, before we had to go. It was like the last thing I. I... I checked out uh, again visually. It was very, very impressive. Um, it reminded me of uh, what Lone Echo. Yeah. Uh, with how well your arm, uh, where the, 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 the determining where your arms are at, the kind of the kin- kinematics on that, and it felt very connected. Like in Lone Echo, when you move your arms around, it's just like perfect. Your robot arms are like perfectly tracked and perfectly connected, and and, and it's very similar in that. Um, it looked beautiful, but I only played it for a short duration. But okay. I, the, graphically, it looked amazing. Okay. So that was good. Dead and Buried again, simple gameplay, um, just running around and shooting people with your like six shooters and stuff. Uh, to reload, you snap the controller down real fast. But it's Dead and Buried 2. We weren't allowed to take really any pictures of it. I don't know why, because it kind of just looks like the same kind of thing as the first one, except you can move around freely instead of just be kind of in one spot. But uh, cross-play, 
That's kind of cool. The whole crossplay thing of having, you know, I, I think they kind of think that a lot of people that have rifts are going to buy quests and be able to have that someone comes over and you now you have two you guys can play together that's i, I like that in general that's I, a big, a, big I, I deal it's a big deal yeah when i have people over anything that i can do to get more than one person in the game at the same time is a big deal and if it's a friend of mine that we're going to play together i, I it, it definitely enhances the experience knowing that the person's in the next room or they're right next to you or whatever so that that's kind of cool and what the rep said about you know they're going to focus so much on social gaming you know it's facebook so social gaming is a big part of it so this whole idea that uh, everything is going to be more social and everything is going to be more multiplayer but denberry 2 looked okay uh beat saber looked incredible uh, what was the, the, that sports game that? Yeah, like mix match. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Um, I played a little bit of that. I, I, I thought it was good for you know. Yeah. For a, a and they kind of switch things up on you in that game, like yeah. a, they, to make it more fun. Yeah, yeah, with beach balls and stuff. Yeah, the tennis balls. But uh, I thought that was great. Um, I didn't play much. I didn't play anything else on either the Quest or the Rift. I kind of goofed off with them and tried to f- see if I could find any. I went into the menu on the on the home, on the Dash system, and was like, you know, show hidden sources and show things that are not installed, and, and nothing popped up. I was hoping to see more stuff pop up, but nothing popped up. But um, I, I was... I was impressed. I think the quest impressed me the most because I didn't I didn't really have any expectations for the quest and maybe that's a good thing. I just you know, I said, Well, it's gonna be a, a, a wireless game system. It's I, I know the internals on it, but I didn't have any uh, expectations and it was impressive to me. It was definitely a, for something that even for four hundred dollars, if all it did was show movies and play games, I still think that's a pretty good deal that for how good of a quality um, visually it is. You add in the fact that you can play games, you can do cross-play with stuff, and you know there's going to be great ability to watch and watch movies and things like that. I think that it's gonna. I think I think it's gonna be a, a, a very very big hit for Oculus. Yeah. No. No. I totally agree. And yeah, I, I hope they bring out a lot of titles that work across both both the Rift and the and tracking on. I thought tracking on both was phenomenal, but certainly the Rift S, uh, the tracking was amazing. I was blown away by how good it tracked and how smooth it was. Yeah. It, it has an extra. Yeah. It has an extra camera on it. I yeah. think that helps a little bit. But yeah, I, what I was saying earlier is that like even if there was like a tiny, tiny bit of glitching. It wasn't anything that was. I had to go out of my way yeah. to hold it behind my yeah. back for you know but, but, a couple seconds. But like for me, I, I get glitching on the current systems from time to time, like yeah. on the Vive and the Rift. So yeah, and it I'll was move definitely a weird way, and then I'll block one of the cameras for the Vive, or or I'll I'll cover up a yeah. a, a wand or something for a second. Yeah, it happens. So it's that's just, it's just it's, there's no such thing as a hundred percent, but yeah. it's pretty dang good. Uh, I would have to see playing a game like Onward, where I have to reach on my back. To grab something, but I, I don't see it as too much of uh, of an issue. I, again, once yeah. you start playing the games, you have yeah. to see what's going on. No, like like yeah, like like I said, just kind of to wrap things up. I mean, yeah. Incre- Rift S incremental upgrade, but definitely a better experience overall. I think than the Rift. Um, whether that's an experience that's worth upgrading for you is is something I think on a case to case basis. I think the, the, re- the reaction is definitely all over the place. I've never seen this kind yeah. of reaction with the hardcore 
Oculus people, yeah, on like Reddit. But to be fair, it's all over the map. Yeah, to be fair, like, like I said, I don't even, I don't want to really go into impressions of people that haven't tried it because they just are looking at specs. Trying it, I, I think it's a better experience, and I, I think whether whether that upgrade whether the upgraded experience is 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 better for you or if the trade-offs that they've made affect yeah. you more is going to yeah. be a, on a case by case basis but i think like everyone can kind of agree that the quest is going to bring to the table something that we don't have on the market right now yeah. uh, a standalone that has uh, full sixed off controls yeah. that you can just set up anywhere and play and I, and so yeah i'm i'm more excited about the quest um, but I, but i also think Think that the Rift S is is cool, but I want to say too about the Rift S, like it's almost a good thing, and that it's not a huge change because I still think my I, I'm not I'm not looking at I'm not when I get home I'm not immediately going to put my Rift on eBay. Yeah, I'm not going to be like oh this is a piece of junk. No, like, for it's sure. Not I don't feel that way at all. No, it's still a great VR experience. Yeah, and now there's a little bit, you know, the S is a little bit, you know, better screen. Yeah, listen, I, I honestly it's think it's not. It's not a game changer. Like, oh, this, you know, the Rift is a piece of junk. Get rid of it. I think. I think a really good way to look at it, honestly, is to look at it like the console upgrades. When you look at like the original Xbox One, let's say, versus the the Xbox One S. There's some differences, right? Like it's, yeah, yeah. but but overall, if you're an Xbox One owner, upgrading to the S isn't really worth it. But but there's but maybe for some people, maybe some, some people, people wanted to watch 4K Blu-rays or like there's certain things that that you can do that or it's smaller form factor. If you haven't jumped in yet, uh, you you probably want to buy the S over the original. Um, but but then there's like some hardware trade-offs because they've cut some costs yeah. like. Uh, the PS3, like uh, I remember when that came out, the original PS3 hardware, uh, you could was uh, supported backwards compatibility with PS2 games in a har- in in hardware. Yeah. But then when they released uh, later re- versions of the har- hardware, they removed that. Yeah. So like there, it, it's it, there's some there's some pluses, but there's also some minuses because of the cost savings. Um, but. But in general, you know, whatever. This is kind but of what like would a. What you buy? I mean, you've got if you've if got I six or seven hundred dollars. Yeah. But you only want to have one headset, right? Yeah. And you could buy a Pimax. You could buy that the the HP that we didn't really talk about. You yeah. Buy, uh, so I haven't tried for PC based yeah. VR. Which Ronnie? Which one today? For that price range, the four to six. Five ninety nine, four four dollars yeah. to five ninety nine. Which one has got your? For me, don't, don't have anything. Yeah, for but you have a, a, yeah. a monster PC. What? Which one are you gonna buy? I would buy the uh, the the Rift S right now. I haven't tried the Pimax, so I don't really know much about that. Yeah. Uh, I know I know hardware wise what it's capable of, but I don't know the, what the experience is like. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and then it's not a complete set. It's, it's yeah. It was it six hundred bucks or something? Or, yeah. I'm murdering the price. I yeah. Something else, but a five K plus yeah. for that cost. But a yeah. complete package. And the HP like four hundred dollars. You don't need camera. You don't need sensors. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I would buy the Rift S. It's it's hard to pass up something like that. Now, yeah. depending upon you know the the package that the HP has, 
HP it might be pretty nice. I don't. I hear horror stories about the controllers. People hate yeah. those, those those mixed reality controllers. I liked the controllers quite a bit uh, on this. I thought I didn't think I would like them as much as I did. Yeah. Because I really like the touch controllers. I think they're like almost the perfect controller. Yeah. This felt a little bit better to me. Well, I, I like the Rift S, Rift S controllers were nice. The, the, the Quest controllers, which they're almost the same. Yeah. They're very good. They feel good. They're very responsive. Yeah. Um, I liked it, but I, I don't know. I'm 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 kind of torn. I'm kind of in the same place as you. Like if I had to choose, I didn't have anything. Yeah. I probably would go for a Rift S just because it's a I buy one thing and I'm done. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And it, and if you don't have a PC, then it's a no brainer. You get the Oculus Quest. Yeah. Yeah. So. But. GDC's not over, and uh, who knows? Yeah, who knows? The world could change in a couple hours. I agree. So, all right, well, we'll leave it there. Thanks so much for listening, and uh, we'll have more coverage of the show coming to you guys in, in the coming days. 